Hello and welcome to the I'll Try That podcast. Uh, once again, I'm joined by Mr. Joseph Druitt. Say hello. Ahoy, hoy. Uh, of course, myself, Richard Drabwell. Uh, Matthew Barber has decided to abandon us to go travelling again. Not that we're jealous at all. He's gone home to Africa. That is absolutely banging tune. There you go. He's actually not from there. That's not where he calls hope, but I'm yeah. just saying he's gone just to Africa. He's gone to Africa. Okay. Just didn't want anyone to be confused. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he brings us some beer back. Um, it would be a missed opportunity if he didn't. Um, if I'm honest, I'm just excited for his next topless beer um, video that he's going to post on Instagram. So, Yeah, I would, I would like to point out there will be no other topless videos of any of the other members of the I'll Try That podcast. Uh, Barbara, is that taking his mantle on? And he is talking about doing a topless calendar um, for next year. So yeah. now um, he's got exclusive rights to any sort of beard toplessness with, related to the podcast. Like we, yeah. we made sure that he, he made sure that was in his contract yeah. you know, when he signed yeah. up. It's his, basically his main aim is, you know, you sometimes see in um, garages where they have the calendars of the very good looking ladies straddling tires and getting in and out of cars and all of that sort of stuff. He's going to do a version that can be held um, behind independent craft brewing pubs and in tap rooms nice. and stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah. And so other other beer drinkers can look at him and go, that's a man. That's it. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's Matthew Barber. That's I'd, I'd recognise that that topless man anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we'll stop talking about a topless Matthew Barber. Um, <laughs> we'll only inflate his ego anymore. Um, so this week, uh, me and Joe have decided to... A um, bit of show and tell, but I suppose it would be interesting beers or possibly beers we've just had sitting around for a while in our fridge um, would be the other way to... <laughs> that's possibly the way I'm going to I'm okay, going to phrase fair. it. Yeah, yeah. There's I the... like your take on that, yeah. <laughs> not, not that I've had these two beers since February sitting in my fridge waiting for a moment to oh, use them. no. So... Since February? Beer does not stay that long. Okay, this is going to be interesting. Whatever you've got. <laughs> More often because you might be throwing up at the end of this <laughs> tasting. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait. I don't know. You really enjoyed that wild beer that was out of date. So it's absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> Shall I tell you about the first one that I've got? Yeah, go on then. Fire him. So the name of the brewery is what drew me in, not the particular beer. The particular beer in itself that I'm trying is interesting. Okay. It's a jam sandwich. Ooh. Double IPA. Is it is it sponsored by Paddington Bear? Oh no, he's marmalade, isn't he? Not jam. He loves jam. a bit of marmalade, but loves you know, maybe it's like Paddington Bear's cousin who likes jam sandwiches. Jeff. I don't know. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Bear, Jeff Bear yeah. who loves jam sandwiches, <laughs> would be having a great time with this beer. <laughs> I would love to see the spin-off, Jeff Bear. <laughs> Jeff Bear. Jeff Sounds Bear. like an action hero as well, yes. doesn't he? Jeff, Jeff Bear. Bear. Solving problems. With jam sandwiches. Um, so this beer, this jam sandwich beer, is made by a brewery called No Frills Joe Brewing Company. Is that just, what, it's called No Frills Joe? No Frills Joe. And I felt, I saw this on the shelf and I felt like it just spoke to me, you was know? It, wasn't that what you put in your dating profiles before you met Liz? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, you want to manage expectations up front, you know? Yeah, <laughs> straight in. You get what you see. This is who I am. I'm the Ron Seal of dating. You get exactly yeah. as it says on the tin. <laughs> 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 oh, 
And anyway, so this this beer, this No Frills Joe, uh, I've looked into them since purchasing this jam sandwich double IPA. Um, they're actually from Kent. They're from near Dartford, nice. uh, near the Dartford. You know, you know, go main main way to get into Essex from Kent Way, um, and they are all about unfiltered, unpasteurized, unrefined, but also vegan beers. Yeah. So they refer to themselves um, as being like beer straight from the source. Okay. Um, so it was started, the no, the, the no Frills Joe Brewing Company was established in 2016 in Greenhithe, which is a small village near Dartford. Yeah. Um, and they've been producing what they would describe as lush beers that are always unpasteurized, unfiltered, unfined, I think they mean unrefined and yeah. vegan. Um, so they cut, they they opposite operate a very cozy five BBL, um, which is small the size of the, ke- the the pots, not the pots, the brewery kind of like equipment they have. Yeah, um, something liters, I think that's what it is. Um, just down the road from their new proposed premises. Blah blah. blah. Anyway, so they're a hundred percent privately owned business that's been operating and making these beers. Um, I must say. This jam sandwich, when I first sipped it, I didn't read anything about what this beer is meant to be like, apart from obviously maybe it would be a bit like a jam sandwich. I don't really know. I've yeah. never had a jam sandwich in my life, so I've got no idea um, what a, an actual jam sandwich is. But you, You've had jam? I've had jam, but I've never had a jam sandwich. Like, you've had bread? I, I know what the independent... Yeah, all right. <laughs> I've had hops. I've had yeast. <laughs> I've had water before. Well, then you know what beer is. And I've had malts, you know. So you know what all beers are. You've had jam on a scone, so that's pretty much the same thing. Is it, though? I feel like if you're going to the point of, like, getting, like, bread bread, you know, like Warburton's or, like, a thick loaf, spreading just jam. Do you put butter on it as well? That's what I don't understand. Because people love butter in sandwiches, and I despise butter in sandwiches, personally. What? I can't eat butter in sandwiches. Like, it's a no-no for me. Absolute no-no. I think you're in the minority. I'm sure I am. I just, for me, I just, I can't eat buttery sandwiches. So you're just, if you you're were, just eating your this, sandwiches dry. No, I put mayonnaise on the bottom you're there. Just choking. No, no. So <laughs> I, 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 the perfect sandwich for me is going to be like nice, thick, crusty bread, right? Yeah. You know, mayonnaise no. on the bottom layer, like pastrami. You know, some sort of like other cured meats on top. Um, then English mustard on top of the meats itself. Then some sort of like lettuce leaves, like some sort of like watercress, maybe rocket, ideal, maybe some spinach, maybe a cherry tomato or two, you know, if you push the boat out, then slammed on top with another piece of bread. Damn. Fantastic sandwich, homemade sandwich. So it's chicken coronation's my favourite, but this isn't a podcast about sandwiches. That's quite exotic, a chicken coronation. It sounds exotic, but actually it's probably bought in a bucket from the supermarket, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Don't let it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's got raisins in it, so that's the that's the. That's I, I think mad. if you were to try and describe that sandwich to an American, they'd be like, "What on earth are you doing?" This um, is... Americans can't talk about food in any way, shape, or form. What are you Just talking about? They all... have great food. Yeah, I'm not saying they haven't got great food, but their choices of food is questionable at times. All deep fried. So... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not about to... as you said, we're not a food podcast, but. This jam sandwich beer, uh, even though I had nothing to go on apart from, yes, you're right, I know what bread tastes like and I know what jam <laughs> tastes like. Thank you for that. Um, what I didn't get is this was such a bitter drink at the end. Like, it was quite full of flavour, 
Um, it is a double IPA after all. Yeah. Um, you get quite a, like a big mouthful like hit, but it was really bitter aftertaste. And it really caught me off guard the first couple of sips I had. Now I'm a couple of sips in, and obviously it's a 7.5%, so I'm now just loving this beer, um, you know, because I'm like four sips in and yeah. I've, I've forgotten what my name is. Um, but it's just, you know, the bitterness has gone for me. Anyway. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm, I'm always there for an unusual tasting beer. So, mm. um, but once again, I also have never had a jam sandwich. So, uh, oh, well, you gave me some... <laughs> I sit like that. Right, come on, tell us about your first beer then. Go so on. my first beer is um I, I have to I have to say a big thank you to my friend Nathan, my good friend Nathan from Weymouth. Um who went Ooh, to friend Nathan. Ooh, oh friend Nathan, Nathan yeah. it's my friend. <laughs> Our friendship is wearing thin right now. This is <laughs> Jesus. Especially if you're announcing it on a podcast, Jesus. <laughs> That would be that would be a real rubbish way to say we're not friends anymore. I know. Well, he finds out through this. That's, I, yeah. I don't think we want that attached to this, mate, if I'm quite honest. You might want to retract uh, that statement. No. So my good friend Nathan um, went to Brazil. Um, mm. And my, my, my thing at the moment is anybody who's going to a, a exotic location outside of Europe, shall we say, um, I'm asking them to bring me back the beer. That's kind of really big over there and that, and that they really enjoy. So okay. he's brought me back a Monte Verde. Um, IPA. Um, so Monte Verde is a mountain in Brazil, um, and he said yeah, it was one. Okay. Of, it was a fantastic place that he went to because they kind of went for the um, the Swiss Alps chalet look out there. Oh, tell me, um, show so, me what, uh, can you show me? Uh, yeah, I probably can. Let me Monte Verde Brazil images. So the the mountainside looks like a ski chalet. Uh, yeah, so he said they've got loads of like ski chalet esque residences up there. Oh, that's cool. Which I think is when you quite... think about Brazil, you don't think about ski chalets and skiing, but they must have a ski scene, right? Because they've got mountains, so you know, or is it like Scotland's mountains where there's like snow for like a week every? I think every year? I think it's something like like that. Yeah, we have to be really high up there. Wait, there, there we go. I just sent you a link. Got the link. I'm looking. Um... Yes, interesting. I mean, it's. It's a chalet vibe. Yeah, chalet it's got vibe. Like it's the wood um, paneling. It's got, but it's still got like it looks hot. It doesn't yeah, look like that, a summer. Just, yeah. He was, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't look like a ski resort. Yeah, my 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 friend Nathan. Uh, I've just sent you another link as well underneath that. Um, okay. my, my friend Nathan. He, he won't mind me saying this. He doesn't fare well in heat. Um, oh, okay. So a trip to Brazil, I don't think was the best idea. But um, that's another story for another day. But he brought me back uh, the Monte Verde IPA. And he is not a beer drinker in any way, shape. Sorry, my dog is now sneezing. Um, <laughs> he's having a moment, Rolly. It's all right, mate. Um, so he's not a beer drinker. The hay, any... the hay fever levels right. Hay... Pollen counts up. Jesus Christ, mate! He's really going for it. Sometimes I have to put eye drops in his eyes because he gets a gunky eye from the hay oh, fever. Oh, little yeah. boy! I I really did buy a pathetic dog. But we'll move on no, from that. Stop, stop <laughs> insulting everyone in this in your segment. Um, but yeah, so he brought me the Mounto Verde um, IPA, which mm. I can't find a great deal of information on it, but um, maybe that's because I'm not from Brazil. But it's a session IPA. Um, it's 4.8% in volume, and it comes in a big old 500 milliliter bottle there. Um, oh, yeah, look at that. And you know what? He was right. It is really tasty. It does, if you were to think, it's basically gone. If you were to say, um, I would like an IPA, you would type IPA into chat GP, um, AI chat thing, and yeah, it would yeah. probably create this. It is a 
IPA. It's it's just it would yeah, be it what does you would exactly, have does exactly what, what it says on the tin. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And I'm really impressed with it. Like, fair, fair play to them. And he goes, I tried some other stuff and I um, I had some other bits of bobs to bring. But he was like, this was the one I wanted you to try and bring on the podcast. And it's been sitting in my fridge since February, um, just, just oh. waiting for the right time to to do it. So thank you very much, Nathan. Um, but yeah, Monte Verde, if you ever go to Brazil, go to Monte Verde, go and witness the, the Swiss Alps or, or go to the Swiss Alps, maybe take your pick. Um, it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm glad that you've got a local like beer for the area as well. That's fascinating, and the mm. fact that it, I'm, I'm intrigued because you've shown me the bottle, but it, it looks like a kind of a, a big brown bottle, basically. Like, it doesn't, yeah. There's nothing that fascinating about the bottle itself. No, it's, but it's, it, it seems like the liquid is doing all the talking. Well, that's it. It's 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 very reminiscent of um, beer from other countries, such as like Peru. Um, um, it's a very reminiscent from South America. When I was okay. over in Peru, a lot of bottles were like this. The design. The actual design of the bottle was relatively unremarkable in sense it was all about the liquid inside of it. They kind of went so much away from the branding but went more in for what the flavour was. Um, and they are all, it's majoritively, you don't get many clear bottles over in South America and Asia as well. It's not yeah. clear bottles, it is predominantly brown bottles over there. I guess because that stops with the helps with the skunking because it obviously it's it's a better climate over yeah. in South America, isn't it? So there's a lot more sunlight, so it protects the liquid inside yeah. by having them in brown. Yeah, that's a really nice, really interesting idea. Um, oh, no, oh, sorry, sorry. it's it's six hundred mil, not five hundred mil. They've Ooh, just given you the extra hundred. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, but no, yeah. If you're ever in Brazil, up in the mountains, try it. If you're up in Brazil on the mountains, I'm sure you'll be swimming in Monte Verde IPA. Yeah, Sounds more like than it's likely, all over yeah. the place, which is great. Um, so my second beer that I'm bringing to the table is a, if I'm honest, it just, it made me laugh. Um, and I wanted to try it because I was like, I can't believe that they're being so brave. So basically Sainsbury's, the supermarket chain here in the UK, have made their own range of beers. Excellent. Um and it's their they've they've branded it under the taste the difference, which you know is their like yeah. fancy area of you know products. They're basically yeah. it's the same product, but you pay a quid more for it because it's got taste the difference written all over it. Um, and it's the, apparently this beer has been selected by their experts of the taste the difference group, right? So I'm having the four point two percent five hundred milliliter. So not as much liquid as yours. Yeah, it's not. It's not the six hundred bad boys. Summer session ale with a subtle hint of peach. Oh, okay. But I thought the packaging design was quite interesting. I'll just put up the screen here for you. Quite interesting. It's like yeah. the big chunky words, you is know. It, with is a that, is that an X in the middle or is it a? I don't know. It's basically like it's like a new age kind of like layers of color. Yeah. Which might suggest it's a peach, but it's an abstract peach at best, basically. Um, but it's fascinating. And it's brewed and bottled by the Hall and Woodhouse, Dorset, UK. Oh, okay. I know Hall and so Woodhouse. You know those guys. Really. I know those guys. I know them well. If I'm honest, this is a great beer. Oh, okay. This tastes really good. Um, so apparently it's like a golden ale with natural peach flavouring added into yeah. it. Um, and it's meant to be quite crisp and refreshing. I don't get the crisp that much. Um, it's not like, you know, wow factor when it comes to crisp yeah. you know if i'm again my crisp level is like an asahi where you're like oh that's a crisp lager you know that's all oh, that's really hit my crisp palate mine's um, walkers <laughs> <laughs> what a flavor uh cheese and onion if i'm gonna keep it or smoky bacon 
That's the. Oh, I'm a salt and vinegar through and through. I just love salt and vinegar. I can get on board with cheese and onion, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I do like the blue packet, but I'm all about the green for myself. All about the green. Right. Yeah. But this is a super refreshing beer. This is something which, if you were sat in the summer sun, this would go down incredibly well. Oh, okay. So you, you reckon you can have a couple of those in a beer garden uh, whilst watching the rowers go past? I think so. I think, it, you know, with the Taste the Difference crew, you know, clapping in the background. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> for you or the rowers? Uh, let's say it's for me. You I know, like that. I like that. Yeah. Beer, they're like, yes, you've done it. Yeah. Well done. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but it is. It's a very, I mean, 4.2% is obviously not a very particularly like punchy ABV, yeah. but it's not not unsubstantial. Yeah. Um, but no, it's going down really well. It's got those kind of like peachy notes and flora, flora, more kind of floral aromas that you're expecting yeah. from a quite a, like a nice peachy citrusy kind of thing. It's, it's a very summery beer. Let's put it I, that way. I like that. I like, I, I like a summery beer. I like, we've recently been, me and you have been talking about Jubel a fair bit mm. recently because they are, oh, yeah. I say they are, I know, I know they, they, they're quintessentially summer, I feel, as, as a beer range, because they've got the elderflower beer, they've got the peach beer and stuff like that. Which is hilarious because they started in the snow. So they're, they're more, yeah. they're, they're, they're basically all year round beer is what you're they basically are all year saying. Round. And that's it, because we, we started drinking, it was what we used to call the Demi Peche um, mm-hmm. in France, which was beer with a dash of um, peach. Pe- peach cordial in it, which is, yep. if you've not tried it, People oh. get out there and try the Demi oh. Pesh. It is a Demi-Pesh. revolutionary way to drink beer. Like is... We'll have its own episode with Jubel, and we're hoping to get one of the Jubel guys or, or, or gals to come and join us on the episode because these are these guys are are blowing up right now. So if you haven't um, haven't kind of come across a Jubel, definitely pick one up. Um, they're fascinating, and yeah, as, as we said, we've been talking a lot about them. But you're right. This was quite an, an, a Jubel-inspired purchase. Let's put it that way. I yeah. have a, a fridge currently full of Jubel peaches. <laughs> I, saw, you know? I saw the picture on Instagram. Yeah. Is, uh... <laughs> they're they're, they're going to while away my summer months. They're fantastic. But this one is a very good one. My only qualm with this one is the fact that it's a 500 milliliter bottle. Because I feel like when you get like in the summer sun, you sat outside, 500 milliliters, by the time you get down to like even halfway, the bottom half will be quite warm. Because it's be out in the sun. I mean, in the pace that I drink these anyway, I'm not like jug plugging. What's the word? Chugging. Plug chugging. Plugging. <laughs> plugging. I love. I hope plugging you plug some beers. Right yeah. <laughs> I, you know, if I'm plugging these beers, you you can you're you can tell about it. Um, so, but anyway. So, so I was, was going to say just just on the um, like the, the size of the bottle. Um, I've started doing a new thing in pubs, possibly in the past three months or so. Okay. I've started ordering halves. Yeah. Just because it's so hot, the mm. beer is then like you're ordering pints and you kind of when you're, you're not drinking too quickly, mm. it's kind of getting lukewarm to warmish by the end of the pint. So I've been doing halves, which have actually been staying colder and you're still you're only paying half the price. So, yeah, yeah. you have to go up to the bar occasionally a bit more, but your beer is staying colder. And I see no problem with drink. Some people don't see it, see it as a as a as a thing you should be doing. Maybe oh, I don't get the stigmas so. with halves. I think that's great. Plus, also as you say, it's get a bit of extra exercise walking up yeah, to the bar. It, Why yeah. not? You know. Yeah. Apart from if you're on the Weatherspoons on the app, um, that's a... <laughs> then it comes <laughs> delivered to you, does it? Yeah, yeah. Far too quickly for my liking. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to a Weatherspoons in years. I haven't been to a Weatherspoon since before the pandemic. Oh wow! 
I live I live 100 meters from a Weatherspoons. It's it's really unfortunate. You know what? And it's also very unfortunate because the Weatherspoons in Tunbridge Wells is pretty damn epic. It's an old opera house. Oh. So I don't know oh, why, why I should go not, in why there. Why have you not been there? We'll do it. Next time you're down, we'll go to the Weatherspoons here. Yeah, we need to do it. We should just do an episode on Weatherspoons where we try Weatherspoons beers. Because they're all so bloody cheap. Let's do it. We've got the app. We've got the microphones now. We can travel around. We can... Anyway, we're, we're talking about the future. <laughs> Tell us about your last beer. So, um, once again, I have to. I have to thank somebody. Um, but in all honesty, she probably won't hear this. Thanks. Um, so I have to thank. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers going out there. <laughs> Sounds like she's died, no. mate. What are I'd you like to point about? out. To, I'd like to point out she's still alive, just not in my life anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> So she might as well be dead. <laughs> it's all, all Barbara's not here. The the wheels are coming off. Yes. You know. <laughs> so yeah, I would like to thank Claire um, for getting me this beer from Costa Rica. It's called Indo Mito, um, and it is a Costa Rica's craft brew co. Um, once again, can't find any information on them online. Um, but, oh. from, but from what she was saying when I was chatting to her, um, it was a small craft brewery in Costa Rica um, that had, it was kind of like a big wooden um, hut sort of thing. And it had loads of the, the it had all, all its brewing facilities were in the back. Uh, and she said this was the one that she enjoyed the most. So this is what she brought back for me to try um, from her travels. But um, it's, once again, I can't read anything on the can to describe it. Um, so <laughs> quick pop quiz what language do they speak in Costa Rica um, Spanish yeah nailed it nailed it god I'm good um, but yeah so it's all in Spanish I just spilt some on the floor but it is 7.6% but the can itself look at the can oh that's a jaguar isn't it jaguar yeah volcano oh, wow. going off in the background oh it's got all of it going on in it's that like can the, design it's like they've gone what do they have in Costa Rica We'll just stick it on the can. All the dangerous things in Costa Rica, we'll put it on the can. But it's coming in at 7.6%, the Indomito. Um, I've not tried it yet, so this is a... So th was this the beer that was out of date, or was it the last one that you no, had? No, the last, the last one was out of date um, by a month. I don't even think you remember. You Did you even talk about the last beer's taste? Yeah, I did. I said it was, if you were to think of an IPA... It's, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, bang, it's, bang yeah, on, yeah. it's bang on the head for IPA. You'd yeah, be like, no, yeah, I... if you were to put into the chat AI, give me an IPA recipe, that's what you would get. Yeah, no, you um, nailed it on that one, yep. But, um... What do you think about the Intermito? Um... I wouldn't go out my way to buy it. You're not, not travelling, you're not planning a trip to Costa Rica anytime soon, then? Don't get me wrong, I would love to go to Costa Rica. I just don't <laughs> think I would buy this Intermito craft beer. Um, like it, it's fine. It's fine if I was to have a half of it. If I was to try this at the craft beer festival where they give you a shot of all of the beer, I'd be like, probably won't have that one again. Okay. Um, it's not repulsive. It's got it's got a bit of a coffee hit, which is a bit weird. That's interesting. Well, not so much because you know you know Costa Rica and Peru, you know they, or especially Peru anyway. Yeah. Um, they cook a lot with chocolate, don't they? Yeah. So they um, don't see chocolate in the same way that we do, where we have it only as a confectionery sweet. They use it as part of like a base of like cooking ingredients. I wonder if that's part of the Costa Rica vibe as well. Maybe so, but they also really need to get on board with 
what language they're using because then they've just put there's one english bit on there said by brewing this beer by buying this beer you support craft brewing but that's the only english bit on the can well that's what will tap into the international audience yeah um i feel bad that i can't really talk much more about this beer but it's it's not fantastic it's a bit it's a bit heavy for an ipa but i suppose that is 7.6% and you would almost consider an ipa to be a little bit lighter a little bit easier going I think that's what's interesting about IPAs is there's such a variety in, ty- in styles of IPAs. I think if you were to do a, a side-by-side of the Brazilian IPA you've just had and this Costa Rican one, you're right. I think you've had one that is the stereotypical in your mind's eye and, and flavour palette of an IPA, which is the Brazilian one, uh, the Mante Verde one. Yeah. And then this other IPA is doing something very different. Are you finding it's almost a bit bitter? Because I found that a few times that there's some really interesting beers like Shipyard's um, IPAs, which are still IPAs, but they're really bitter. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not finding there's not. Like, I know I've gone about the coffeeness, but it's not a bitter, mm. a bitterness coming from it. It's okay. right there. I'm going back in again. I can't describe it, which is really annoying me. Um, it's also quite frustrating for the listeners, I bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only if I had given, more of them. Given that's what we we do. <laughs> this bit is indescribable. It's, it's indescribable. It's oh wait then. I found I found their website. There you go. Uh, uh, please tell me you've moved away from Bing and you're now on Google at least. Now I'm still on Bing. <laughs> I, I have to feel that's what contributed to why you can't find information on anything. To using Bing. Here we go. One it. So I've got I've got the description. Um. So it's a. Golden dark with a strong aroma of tropical fruits, citrus, and spicy ethers. Ethers? Esters? Ethers? Medium body with the huge hop flavours bursting in your mouth. There's not huge hop flavours. I can tell you that. Um, for definite. But it is dark. You can tell that it is a dark beer, but I'm not getting the fruit that there supposedly is meant to be coming through. Which is a bit upsetting. But um, it, still like, it feels like there's still a very small company 100% handmade oh product is what it's saying they like push the liquid together yeah with their hands <laughs> with their feet well hands mate hey? come on it's not feet mate <laughs> well that's how they used to do grapes for the they still do in some places let's yeah. crush the grapes like stamping on them so why would, they not, why would they not yeah but they, the i don't think they would say that's handmade they'd probably make that like that's part of the process they wouldn't say handmade when they mean it's foot made I, I wish people would describe more things made by feet as foot made. <laughs> I think if you are making things by your feet, you probably are calling them foot made, surely. That's but like no, a pretty unique selling point. But that's not branded over bottles of fancy wine, is it? It made by no. feet. <laughs> <laughs> they should do. Yeah, I, would, I would buy more wine if they did. This is like made with Jeff's feet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jeff the Bears using is that how Jam Shed Wine's made? By Jeff and his feet. Jeff and his feet making Jam Shed Wine. <laughs> and he's having a jam sandwich in the halfway through point. He's know? having a great, he's having a great time. <laughs> all in all, a, an eclectic mix of beers I think we've had here. Beers, we've yeah. quite literally spanned a good portion of the globe. Well, you know, the UK and... <laughs> Brazil and Costa Rica. <laughs> Which is a continent. So yeah. we've done two continents. There you go. Yeah, That's pretty there good. We go. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, we're an international podcast. 
Different brewing techniques, foot made. You know? yes. <laughs> I like the idea of foot made. <laughs> yeah. I think if I'm honest, that doesn't have the same appeal to it as handmade, does it? No, yeah. The, the, the more I think about it, foot, foot made sounds awful. It doesn't sound went, appetizing. Yeah. Oh, is it foot made? Let yeah. me drink that yeah. thing. Oh, 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 foot made sausage rolls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, how would you wrap it up? I don't, <laughs> anyway, so, anyway, let's not go there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely uh, wants to watch out. So no frills, Joe. I think some interesting beers. I would like to try more than their jam sandwich before I fully write them off as a brewery. But I think they're you know doing something interesting. Um, and then this um, Sainsbury's Summer Session Ale with a hint of peach is very quaffable for the summertime. I like that. Uh, Mount Verde, if you're ever in Brazil, in Mount Verde, try it. It's absolutely delicious. But make sure it's cold. I recommend, yeah, ice cold Mount Verde. Once you've hiked to the top of it, and get back down. And then have a Mount Verde once you've once, <laughs> once you completed it. I just want that as a disclaimer. So you basically have to be exhausted and <laughs> yeah. then try this beer. <laughs> then try this Well, you know how those? it always tastes better once you're really tired and you think you've earned it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. No, that's good. Um, Indomito from Costa Rica. Eh, maybe it tastes better in Costa Rica, situationally. This has maybe traveled. Claire had the best time and she was sat there. She gave you her best beer. So she obviously had other beers as well. Yeah, so... that's it, yeah. Um, so yeah, and maybe you have to be drinking this in Costa Rica in their tap room um, where it's really hot. I'm not exactly. My flat is also really hot right now. I'm sweating. I was going to so, say, you've got a bit of the Costa Rica vibe right now in your yeah, flat. I could, I could paint some spots on Roly and turn him into a Jaguar. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah. He's a ferocious beast, that greyhound of yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. funny because he's the opposite of that. He's the yeah. cutest boy ever, the softest softest boy ever. Anyway, so yeah, a good eclectic mix of yeah. I think we, I think we owe it to the listeners to end it here. Yeah. <laughs> And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>